This is The Space Shot, episode 326 for April 5th, 2018. Happy First Contact Day. I'm John Mulnix. A quick programming note, this month's Cosmosphere podcast will be releasing later than usual. We've been working on aligning schedules for numerous people for multiple interviews, and it's been more of a process than usual. There will be an episode coming out soon, so stay tuned. I haven't forgotten about it. Now, let's get to today's episode. I talked about Star Trek First Contact way back in episode 192, and I said we'd talk about this movie again today, and here's why. In the Star Trek universe, April 5th, 2063 is First Contact Day, the day when humans make contact with an alien race, the Vulcans, for the first time. Before we dive any further into today's episode, let's listen in to the first part of episode 192 for more about this movie. Captain's Log, Stardate 50893.5. The moment I have dreaded for nearly six years has finally arrived. The Borg, our most lethal enemy, have begun an invasion of the Federation. And this time there may be no stopping them. On November 22nd, 1996, Star Trek First Contact released in theaters. This is by far my favorite Star Trek movie, even beating out Wrath of Khan, which may be sacrilegious to some of you. First Contact starts with one of the best shots, zooming out from Picard's eye through the depths of a massive Borg ship that he was held captive on. In the next generation, Picard is captured and assimilated by the Borg, losing his individuality while simultaneously giving up the secrets that he held as a captain. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. First Contact starts out with a renewed Borg invasion and an attack in orbit around Earth. The movie moves forward quickly with the Borg going back in time to prevent humans from making first contact with an alien species, effectively cutting us off from advancing off of our home planet. They're creating a temporal vortex. Time travel. Data, report. We appear to be caught in a temporal wake. Captain, Earth. The atmosphere contains high concentrations of methane, carbon monoxide, and fluorine. Life signs? Population approximately 9 billion. All Borg. There are four reasons why I love this Star Trek movie and why it's my favorite. The first is the Borg a collective of cybernetic beings that assimilate other life forms into their hive mind. It's scary to think about how relentless the Borg are, endlessly conquering other species and bringing them closer to perfection. Well, the idea of perfection that the hive mind aspires to. The second reason is the acting is superb. Whether it's Patrick Stewart and his scenes with Alfre Woodard, or James Cromwell with Jonathan Frakes or LeVar Burton, 
or Brent Spiner and Alice Krieger, the characters drive the story. Everybody ready to make some history? Always am. I think I forgot something. What? I don't know. It's probably nothing. Begin ignition sequence. Twenty. Oh God. Nineteen. Now I remember. Eighteen. What? Where is 17, it? What? Sixteen. We can't lift off without 15, it. Jordy, we've got to abort. 14, no, no, 13, wait, I found it. Twelve. Eleven. Ten. Nine. Eight. Let's seven, rock and roll. Six. It's nice for a movie to have an actual plot and storyline where the characters drive the story, not big, bombastic special effects sequences. Third, I think the idea of First Contact is enthralling. The First Contact theme is common across lots of science fiction stories, movies, and shows. I don't want to ruin Star Trek First Contact for you if you haven't seen this movie, but it's nice because it's a hopeful vision of what First Contact could be like, one that doesn't end with us being attacked by aliens bent on the destruction of our planet. Good. They haven't broken the encryption codes yet. Who? Those bionic zombies you told me about? The Borg. Borg? Sounds Swedish. Lastly, the soundtrack is phenomenal. It was composed by Jerry Goldsmith and his son, Joel. Funny enough, I just found out today that I share a birthday with Jerry Goldsmith. Whether it's the harsh, almost metallic or mechanical sounds of the Borg theme, or the phenomenal Flight of the Phoenix, which is played towards the end of the movie, the soundtrack fits in perfectly. If you've never seen this movie, check it out, but maybe consider watching the Next Generation episodes The Best of Both Worlds Parts 1 and 2 before you sit down to watch First Contact. I watched First Contact again last night, and I must say that being able to watch a Star Trek movie for research is one of the many perks of doing this podcast. I've watched this movie more times than I can remember, and I'm pretty sure I could recite most of the lines for the characters. I was in elementary school when this movie first came out, and just like the movie The Dream is Alive, I'm pretty sure my parents can attest that I wore out the VHS copy of First Contact. The fact that this movie has held up so well over the past 20 plus years is a testament to the storyline and acting. There's not an over-reliance on special effects, as I mentioned before, to help drive the story, which is a refreshing and <clears throat> which is a refreshing change compared to most of the blockbusters that come out today. We're firing at the surface. Location. Western Hemisphere. North American continent. It's like a missile complex in central Montana. Missile complex. The date. Data. I need to know the exact date. April 4th, 2063. April 4th, the day before first contact. Precisely. Then the missile complex must be where Zephyrin Cochran is building his warp ship. That's what they came here to do, stop first contact. How much damage, Lieutenant? Can't tell. Why I think the story of how humans make first contact with an alien race is the most compelling idea for any Star Trek movie. There's a perfect mix of humor. Well... I think we have to tell him the truth. 
If we tell the truth, the timeline... Timeline! This is no time to argue about time. We don't have the time. What was I saying? You're drunk. I am not. Yes, you are. Look, he wouldn't even talk to me unless I had a drink with him. And then it took three shots of something called tequila just to find out he was the one we're looking for. As well as serious conversation between the characters in this movie. of the film, the Borg, are the perfect counter to the Vulcans. While contact with the Vulcans is peaceful, if awkward, first contact with the Borg would have ended in the annihilation of all of humanity. Thankfully, that didn't happen in the movie. I like that there is a vision of the future that's hopeful, and it's something I wish more science fiction movies and shows would do. There's a lot of dystopian movies out there that prey on the current events of today to make their messages more poignant. Star Trek First Contact is a decades-old movie that stands as one of the pieces of science fiction that is hopeful for the future, and that's why you've got to watch it. Let me know what you think of the movie by shooting me a message online. I'll share your thoughts here on the podcast. I hope all of you have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen to the podcast every day. Since you're here and I've got your ear, give me 30 seconds of your time. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure the space shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search the space shot or check out the links in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix and I'll catch you on the flip side. You are all right. Now listen to me. Listen to me. You are going to be fine. I need you to do as I say. Oh. Alyssa, is the EMH program still online? It should be. Take it easy. That's it. That's a girl. I swore I'd never use one of these. Computer, activate the EMH program. Restate the nature of the medical emergency. 20 Borg are about to break through that door. We need time to get out of here. Create a diversion. This isn't part of my program. I'm a doctor, not a doorstop. Well, do a dance. Tell a story. I don't care. Just give us a few seconds. 
According to Starfleet Medical Research, Borg implants can cause severe skin irritation. Perhaps you'd like an analgesic cream? 